Hey guys, so uh, this is the Bowtie Guy, and it has been a very, very long week. I recorded the show last week with uh, my friend Pastor Heather, and both of us have been kind of through the ringer this last week uh, because of the internet. And uh, I still wanted to play this show because we talk about the power of the tongue and spiritual arson and a variety of other things. And uh, it's it's not easy what we do putting ourselves out there and I just want to thank Heather for being bold enough to stick up for me when other people were uh, sending arrows she was standing in the way and uh, that's what a friend is like that's what a pastor is like Uh, and I just want to caution everybody when you're out there on the internet um, it feels like you're just in a room by yourself and you can say anything you want to say but there are people who are receiving that on the other end and words indeed can be very, very powerful, very, very hurtful. And uh, we don't always know every story that we think we might know. And uh, if you're if you're going on the internet to argue, uh, just keep in mind, you're not going to change anyone's opinion. You're just going to cause more hate and discontent, which definitely uh, does not go with uh, the teaching of the Bible. Uh, if you've been listening to the show, you know my story. Um, and if you've been on Facebook this last week, you probably know what's been going on with me. I uh, just want you to know that I'm still here. I'm still going to be doing this. I'm not going to back down uh, from people on the internet. I, I think if they don't have the capacity to come and talk to me, that they're cowards. And uh, I will continue to think that. Uh, it's easy to be upset, and some people have a right to be upset, but we have to keep in mind how we express that upset. And some people are just downright um, mean and vicious and cruel. And uh, I want to thank everyone who's here to support me and the show and the ministry and who believes in what we're doing. Uh, so thank you. Uh, thank you to our patrons. Thank you especially to all those listeners who have listened for um, all this time and continue to listen. I'd ask you to share this show and ask people to listen with love and not look for hate. And um, uh, thank you, Pastor Heather, for uh, for being my friend and for being willing to stick your neck into the guillotine right next to me. So without further ado, here is the show we recorded about a week ago. Uh, Show uh, 124. This is the Mess It Up podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Hey guys, welcome back to the Mess It Up podcast. I am your host, the Bowtie Guy, and we are here. It is show 124, and uh, it's a great day to be alive if you uh, are alive. If you're not alive, I guess it's not such a great day to be alive. If you're having problems with your allergies like I am, I apologize for that. Hopefully, it'll get better. Uh, Right now in California, we're having a lot of fires, which are bringing a lot of extra stuff, which is just causing my whole brain to... uh, just go nuts. But um, we'll talk more about fires in a little bit with our guests. But right now, I just want to remind you about a couple things. Uh, Follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, MySpace, Reddit, wherever you want to do that. Go ahead and follow us. Mention the show so that people can find us. 
Uh, also, to help people find us, you can give us a rating or a review wherever you're listening, whether that's on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud or wherever. Just try to rate the show and give us a review. That really helps new people find us. And if you want to uh, financially support the show, you can become a patron by going to our Patreon page. There's a little button right on the homepage of the website. If you go to messituppodcast.com, click that, become a patron for as little as a dollar a month. You too can help this show happen. Uh, we are completely um, supported by our listeners. Uh, that's where all of our funding comes from. So uh, we appreciate all those people who support us uh, financially. So uh, check it out. Do that. If you do become a patron, you get a free copy of my book, Still in Beta, which is available on Apple Books, on uh, Amazon Kindle, and also as a paperback through Amazon. So uh, you can check that out as well. And uh, without further ado, because who needs further ado, let me tell you about our word of the week. The word of the week is incendiary. And incendiary is one of those really nice, fancy words that uh, it means it's a device designed to cause fires or an attack uh, design, designed to cause fires. I've been watching lots of Viking TV on um, the uh, the Netflix lately uh, during the lockdown, and so I've been seeing a lot of those flaming arrows and stuff. So uh, we're going with incendiary for our word of the week. If you can use that this week in a sentence, not an actual incendiary device, but in a sentence, you get 10 points. If you use an incendiary device, you get 10 years and uh, registered as an arsonist. So don't do that. All right. Taking a sip. There we go. I should have done that before we started. Anyhow, uh, I want to introduce my guest. This is a returning familiar voice to us. We got Pastor Heather back on with us today. Say hi to the folks, Pastor Heather. Hello. Yeah. Oh, wow. And you can see Pastor Heather has that husky. You remind me a little bit of a husky voice. I don't want to say she's husky. <laughs> you remind me a little bit of when Phoebe had her cold and she had that, right. that deep voice and she was yeah, uh, trying to do I'm that. in the same boat with you with allergies. Yeah. So, it's, yeah. it's a nightmare here in California. Um, because of? Because of fires. fires. Yeah. And so uh, a couple weeks ago, Pastor Heather was preaching. And if you don't get a chance to hear uh, a lady preach, um, you should uh, check one out. And if you want to check out uh, the best lady preacher I know, uh, look on RCA church.com and go back through our, our uh, sermon archives and check out Pastor Heather. But mm -hmm. a few weeks back, this would have been probably, I'm guessing, in July mm -hmm. at some point, you were speaking on the book of James. Mm -hmm. And um, you said something that I just thought, wow, we got to talk about that on the show. So I, I made a note to myself to talk about it. But you mentioned the idea of spiritual arson. And uh, can you tell us where that came from? So, right. So I was preaching that Sunday and um, sp specifically towards how our words affect other people and, and relating that to the time that we're in right now in our country and how people are using words without really thinking <laughs> and how that's causing a lot of damage. Yeah, it's so funny that that's so darn obvious, but people just don't realize that. And I think that people think, no, I am thinking. It's no. the other people who aren't. No. Yeah. Yeah, if nobody around you is thinking, you're the only one thinking, you might not be thinking either. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what, I mean, in so many, you know, I'm a pastor and what I've seen in the last, specifically the last six months are people, Christians who proclaim to be saved are, are just being some of the worst spiritual warfare with words that I've seen in my life. Yeah. Yeah, it's. Um, I, I thought that the the political campaign was going to be horrible, but I didn't realize no, that yeah. you know anger <laughs> over health issues was going to be 
a nightmare as well. It's just people, I mean, we just get so uh, just incensed about, I don't know if, if it's an, a sense of entitlement that we have right. or if it's just that we're right or if it's because with the lockdown, we're spending even more time on social people media and there's no back and forth where you have to, there's no repercussion for the words that you say. You know, if, and it's if, super easy. I even brought this up. It's super easy for you to type something out on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram and you hit send and then you, it's like, it's gone to the world, but it's not gone to the world. It's, it, there are repercussions for those words, yeah. even on Facebook. Yeah. Well, I find when, when I'm driving, somebody does something that annoys me, I will tell them about it <laughs> in my car. Right. If I'm standing in line at a restaurant or something back when we could do that, and someone does the exact same thing, cuts in front of me or whatever, I'll just ignore it. Right. But in my car, I'll like, what are you doing? Are you stupid? Are, was your mother born with a bag on her head? What's right, going on? Right. And I, I say those things because there's no, I don't have to deal with the... It's a safe place, right? Yeah. 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 And, and we do that. And The internet's not a safe place. <laughs> are you kidding? No. Really? <laughs> I thought you could just put anything there. Yeah. Without any fear. So you were preaching from James. Can you read that that verse that we had that, that you were uh, preaching from? Yeah, yeah. So it says, How great a forest is set ablaze by such a small fire, and the tongue is a fire, a world of unrighteousness. The tongue is set among our members, staining the whole body, setting on fire the entire course of life, and set on fire by hell. For every kind of beast and bird and reptile and sea creature can be tamed and has been tamed by mankind, but no human being can tame the tongue yeah yeah and that's that's james three uh verses six seven eight yeah james is is a short book in the bible i'm yeah. not gonna say it's the shortest book because it's not uh but it is uh, a very short book and it is like a, a a jab to the face from mike tice i mean it doesn't last long but it leaves a an impact and I just love the things that James has to say. So when I heard you were going to be preaching from James, I was like, yes, awesome. And then Pastor Aaron preached from James yeah. this week, and I'm like, yes, awesome. Uh, but that, that whole idea of it doesn't take much to cause a problem right. is, it's interesting to me because it, that also should mean it doesn't take much on the positive side to do good things right. that we can, we can sow a little bit of good with our tongue, just like we can set a fire with our tongue right? and, and do that. But what did you mean by, by spiritual arson? Spiritual arson, right? And so it's easy. So let me give you an example. Right now in California, we have fires burning everywhere. Mm -hmm. And as Californians, we know the power of a fire. We know that it can start and then within hours, it's massive, it's out of control, it's it's everywhere and it does damage to everything in its path, right? And so when I when I was talking about this spiritual kind of warfare, it's when you put those words out there, whether you realize it or not, it instantly has a reaction. There's instantly someone's reading those words and you can't control how they react to those words, right? Right. And so when I when I liken our our words as spiritual warfare, I feel like at times people feel really justified in their feelings and really justified in saying what they have to say because that's their feelings and that and they're just going to put it out there. That's just the way it is. However, 
when you're just going to put out to the world every little thought that comes into your head, are you doing so in kindness and love or are you doing so in, um, in the desire to move yourself forward, to make yourself look better, um, to make yourself look stronger or smarter, right? Well, and I, I think a lot of times people aren't necessarily trying to make themselves look smarter. They're just trying to make the other guy look stupid. Yeah. And is that, yeah. is, right. And so yeah. what you put out into the world is what you get back in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And, and in the, Obviously, in the Bible, it says, you know, you need to seek the wisdom of God before you do anything. And and that's the answer to this. But if you're living in spiritual warfare, if you are a hot mess Mm -hmm. and your life is wrapped up in addiction and your life is wrapped up in anger and you are just perpetuating that cycle through the words that you speak to your family, to your friends, uh, on social media, whatever it is, that's spiritual warfare. Yeah. In my opinion, that's, that's Satan attacking you and you're allowing it. Yeah. Yeah. And Satan, Satan using me as a tool to hurt other people, to attack other people, because it's easy for me to say, well, I didn't light your house on fire when that brush fire came. Right. All I did was light this dry grass over here, three miles away on fire. Right. But then it spread right. and it lit the, and, and, and so my actions had that domino effect. Um, Ephesians four twenty nine uh, says, do not use harmful words, but only helpful words, the kind that build up and provide what is needed. Uh, I mean, it, it's so interesting to me. And when you say, you know, you see Christians doing this, it's so I, I, one of my pet peeves is the whole idea of righteous indignation. And I hear a lot of people using that as that's, that's my, excuse. my rubber stamp that I'm just fighting for good and, and, and Jesus would not allow sin. And so how can I allow sin? And Jesus would not do it. God hates us. So I need to go out and, and make a stand because otherwise I, if I'm passive, I'm just allowing it to happen. Mm-hmm. And it's my job to make sure that everybody knows what I think. Right. But and, you know, listen, Jesus would kindly and lovingly tell people, you know, Hey, this is turn from your ways, but he never once faltered in his convictions. He would tell them to turn from their ways yeah. and their wrongdoing, but he did it in a way that was kind and loving. Right. Right. And, and, and that for me, that works so much better. I don't know anybody who openly says, you know, the best way to get your message across to me is loudly call and me abusively. Names. Right, yeah. Yeah, no. call me a name, put me down, uh, berate me Belittle if you can. Me, right, yeah. Yeah, be sarcastic. Mm, that that really warms me to your idea. But that's what we do. That's <laughs> the, and and for so long that was my weapon of choice was right. sarcasm. And people say, "Oh, I love sarcasm." And that's just how we communicate in our family or whatever. And, right. Well, but your it family communicates like junk. Yeah. There's I I I have tried. And there's so many hurts hidden, right? Yeah. And, and I, you, there's no way for sarcasm not to be mean. Mm-hmm. And there's no way for sarcasm to be nice. There's, there's, no. It, it's sarcasm. People say, oh, well, it's fun. Yeah, because somebody's laughing, but you're always laughing at someone. There's always it's one person who's not someone else, laughing. And, and yeah, maybe everybody else is laughing, but that one person, now they're the butt of it. And it's, it's just horrible and I hate, and I did it with my kids. I was sarcastic and I see people being sarcastic with their kids and we're just bringing up the next yeah. generation right. of sarcastic, snotty uh, people. But so, you know, and it's funny because going back to James in verse 12, it says, can a fig tree, my brothers, bear olives or a grapevine produce figs? And, and what that means is 
it starts within you, right? If you see that, that your words and your actions are not kind or loving, then how do you expect that to bear good fruit, right? And, and then also it's one of those things where a fig tree can't bear, bear olives. So what does that have to do with the, the words and, and how we say things, right? But what it says also in the next verse is, who is wise and understanding amongst, amongst you? You must conduct yourself to let them know the works and the meekness of wisdom. You must seek God in that wisdom, mm-hmm. right? And so if you know that you're sarcastic or if you know that you have a tendency to joke at other people's expenses, you need to first start looking inside yourself for why. Yeah. Right? And that's where that spiritual warfare comes in. Yeah. It's like, listen, if the word's coming out of your mouth and you know this, most people feel convicted about it. If you know this, then you need to check and start working on your inside and figuring out what's going on before you can move forward and change. Right. I can't change myself if I can't admit that there might be a problem right. with me. I mean, and it, when we look at 12 steps, the first step is admitting that there's a problem. Right. And for so long, I was so perfect. It, if there was a problem, it had to be it by definition else. somebody else because there's no way that I could be doing something wrong, that my words could be wrong. And then sometimes I'll, I'll apply that same filter to a person that I like, like a family member or, or someone's like, well, they, you know, I'll give them way more grace. Like, well, maybe they're just having a bad day or something. Whereas another person says something is like, well, they're just a bad person. Right. And I need to, I've had a theory for a long time that if newspapers didn't publish pictures and names, people would think of politics differently. Because if you just listen to the words that someone said and judge them on the words rather than saying, well, I think this is what they're trying to say because I like this person, so I'm just going to like what they say, or I don't like that person, so I have to like their enemy. Um, I think that the world would be a different place if we were more focused on the actual words and, uh, of the, the person and what was going on with that. And what's interesting is it says right here, it says we can't, humans can't contain or control their tongue. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's one of those things where I go back to also people love to say, God will never give you more than you can handle. And I correct them every single time and say, that is not true. God will break you to the point where you absolutely <laughs> need him. Yes. Right. Yes. And so if, listen, if we have this giving told to us, listen, we know that your tongue is crazy. God knows it. He's like, you're, you know, you're humans. And that tongue is one of the most dangerous weapons that you carry. But here's the thing. You can seek the wisdom of God through that. Right. And, and so if you try to do it on your own, just like if God won't give you more than you can handle, uh, I call shenanigans on that. Uh, you have to seek God and you have to be willing to allow God into your life. Yeah. God won't give you more than God can handle. Right. Yeah. And so that's, I mean, to me, that's the answer. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to take a little pause here for a second. I'm going to throw a little bit of music in here and uh, go with another fire word here. Uh, Hillsong United did a song recently called Another in the Fire. And uh, so we're going to play 90 seconds of that. We'll come back on the other side to let you know what we think and to uh, talk a little bit more about James, about our tongue, and uh, send you on to your week. So uh, we'll see you on the other side in about 90 seconds.
Fire songs, so, so cool. Um, I didn't really think about how that was going to come out, fire and cool. I uh, like it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with that was artistic instead of that was just a happy accident. Maybe it was a happy accident. I don't right. know. So um, this is a new song to both of us, PH. Uh, yes. What did you think about that one? I, first off, I liked it. And mm-hmm. then second off, I felt like it just went right right with what I just got done saying before we listened to this song, right? Yeah. Where it says there's another in the fire with us, right? Yeah. You're not alone. Yeah. And like, listen, if you're in the fire and you're under spiritual attack or spiritual warfare, there's a helper. There's someone there with you and you need to rely on that person. And that is Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, it is completely. Um, I like the idea too that, you know, there's another in the fire and it's not just like we're all in the same room burning up, but the next line is standing next to me. Yeah. With you, uh, right. Holding back the seas, uh, the power to set me free. It's just that, that Jesus has that power. And, you know, we think of fire as, uh, you know, it's powerful. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, I've been watching all this Viking TV shows and <laughs> fire is, you know, when the fire happens, everybody runs and screams yeah. of fire. It's bad. It, it destroys. Yeah. Fire also cleanses, purifies. Fire, when, when controlled, is a very powerful, effective tool. Right. Just like our tongue, when controlled, very powerful and effective tool. Right. We've got to be sure that we're doing those things the right way right. and 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 that's why I think it's it's super important I mean the the Bible's a big book yeah. comparatively speaking to other books right. you know it's it's a Stephen King size yeah. uh, thing but when you think about the amount of time that it took to write the Bible mm-hmm. and the amount of time that it covers it's a pretty small book right everything's not in there no so it stands to reason that the stuff that's in there is the important stuff. Right. And if, if God took the time to have James tell us about our tongue and Paul tell us in Ephesians about our words, and there's so many things in there talking about our words, it, it just behooves us to pay attention right. and, and, and apply that. So from a practical standpoint, what do we do? to be careful with our words. How do we, how do we apply this? Okay. I, mm-hmm. We can understand, I think in the theoretical, I think everybody understands. I mean, I don't know anybody who says that Facebook does not have the capacity to be an ugly place. Toxic. I think everybody agrees that it can be that. I don't think everybody agrees that they are, but I think everybody agrees that there are those toxic 
hateful places on Facebook. Right. What do we do to, to create a sanctuary for ourselves, for our hearts, for our families, for our minds? How do we fight that spiritual battle? Right. And so, A, I tell people, it's, it's funny because it's really basic. And I always ask people when they tell me, hey, I'm going through a really hard time or I know that my heart needs to be put into check. The first thing I ask them is, are you reading your Bible? Mm-hmm. And 90% of the time they're not. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's, it's really like, go back to the basics. Yeah. Read your Bible daily. Yeah. Be in prayer. And I mean, when I say be in prayer, I know this is hard for some people to do. Um, I, I'm, I pray little tidbit prayers throughout the whole entire day. Right. I'll be driving and I'll be saying a prayer or I'll stop what I, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I mean, be in prayer. I mean, set aside 15, 20 minutes a day, and that is all you do but pray. If you're not seeking God, if you're not asking God to enter into your life, if you're not reading the Bible, how do you expect your life to be good and healthy? Right. But it, okay. But if you're, if you are reading your Bible and if you are praying daily, then and you're still feeling like you're under attack. The, the I go back to the the movie Bambi. Okay. Where Thumper says, "If you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all." <laughs> Right? Or was that the, the skunk? Was it the skunk or Thumper? You know, it's been a Flower. long time since I've seen uh, yeah. Bambi. But that, that wisdom has stuck with me from the first time I saw that movie as a little girl. And I was like, that is one of those checkpoints for me is if, if this isn't nice, it does not need to be said. No yeah. matter how validated or how much I want to get my opinion out there, it's like a checkpoint. Okay, listen, if you're going to post something and you have this little thing in your head that goes, mm, maybe I shouldn't post this, but I'm going to post it anyways, yeah. maybe don't, don't don't post it, right? Yeah. It's listening and discerning wisdom and grace and, and, and implementing a pause before you speak to your spouse before you unleash on your children, before you go to social media or your coworkers and you unleash whatever words you're going to unleash on them, pause. Yeah. Or on yourself, because I know a lot of people unleash those right. things on themselves. Right. Um, uh, for me, it's so important. Uh, there's been a, a few times in my life where I've had to write a very um, difficult letter or email. Um, and I wanted it to be right and not say the wrong things. And I've never sent one of those, just type it and hit send. Yeah. I wait, I send it to a couple other people, uh, to get an right. opinion on it and just say, Hey, what do you think about this? And, and get feedback and having that accountability around me, people that I can talk to. Um, and I can vouch for the fact that I've gone to you when all I needed was some kind words and a hug and you told me to read my Bible and I thought you were a jerk, (laughs) but it's true. You know, we need to, we need to do that and have those people who will, who will put us in check, who will, will call things out and not just say, well, oh, I really like Paul. So I'm just going to give him a pass on this. Be like, no, Hey dude, check this out. You're wrong here. And if you get rid of those people in your life, so all you have is, an echo chamber of your own voice and a bunch of people saying, yes, you're yeah. right. It's going to go wrong. It is. And, uh, you know, we, we hear a lot about, you know, uh, Lincoln with his team of rivals mm-hmm. and, you know, generally speaking, most people tend to think that Lincoln was a wise and smart guy, 
well, why are we not practicing the things that a wise and smart guy does? Right. And and surround ourselves not by just people who will agree with us, but by people who will say, "Hey, stop!" I we worked with a a, a, a guy in an executive position several years ago who really rubbed me wrong a lot of ways, but he was great in that job because he was a person who didn't just say yes when I walked into his office right. and said, hey, I want to buy something. He made me justify it. And right. sometimes that would frustrate me, but I really appreciated mm -hmm. the fact that I had to justify it. Because if I can't justify it, then I don't need it. Right. And we need to be able to make sure that our words are the same way, that it's not a frivolous impulse buy that we're doing that, you know, I mean, there's so many things in my house that I bought that I just would die if I didn't have that I never use anymore. Right. And it's just, that's just wasted money. Um, and I don't want to waste my words. Right. Uh, I spent a long time wasting words in the past and I don't want to be there anymore. Right. Um, so uh, reading the Bible, you, you talk about that. Are you just like a... I'm going to open it up and see what God has to say for mm -hmm. me. No. Kind of person. I mean, how do you... I used to be. How do you attack reading the Bible? All right. So when I first became a Christian, I was about 30 years old and had no education at all on how to read the Bible. So I just would, whim, like, just on whim, open up the Bible. I'm like, oh, this is the page I'm going to read today. And, you know, as I went through schooling for it and now... So what I love to do now is I... I read a whole book through and through, right? Mm -hmm. um, I don't like to jump around because for me, what I've learned personally is that when I read the book of Job and, and then intentionally read it, not over a year, come on people, but like <laughs> I can read the book of Job in five hours. That's how short it is. And so, but when you read a book in two days or three days or a week, however long that book is, right? When you read it in that in that context from, from first page to last page, you get a better understanding of what the author was trying to reach out to you. So for me now, I personally do read, I read books. So right now I'm reading the book of Psalm um, and I love it. Mm -hmm. And I, I absolutely love that book. Um, it, it's my jam. What do you love about it? It's like songs. It's just like constant songs. And so for me, I'm, I just read it and sing. <laughs> Here's what I love about Psalms. Psalms, David hits my heart so much because how often have I sat there and said, the world is horrible. Yeah. I can't believe what's Kill going on. Kill my enemies. <laughs> but God, you're so awesome. Okay, cool. And then I right. calm down. And, yeah, yeah. and I love that, that boiling pot that simmers down. Well, you know, in the, in the book of Psalms is broken up too. So in the beginning, it's more of like lamenting mm -hmm. and God, this kill my enemies, get, put their heads on a platter, but you're awesome. And as it goes on towards the end, it, it's, it's almost all rejoicing and yeah. all praising God. And yeah. so it's funny because I love to take um, a Psalm and I will read it and then pray that Psalm. Mm -hmm. Right. And so just change a few words, Lord, look into my life, look into my yeah. husband, you know, and personalize it. Personalize right. it. Mm -hmm. it works really well. FYI. Yeah, but yeah. So I read a book. Okay, cool. And and I do. Uh, I tend to. I've never been one to read the Bible from page one to page mm -hmm. sixteen thousand. Um, I have a tendency of reading chunks and bouncing around. So like I'll read like okay, I'll do a history and then I'll go and read something New Testament and and go back and forth Old Testament New yeah. Testament and try to stay within those things like I'll, I'll stay if I'm reading a prophet then I'll stay in the prophets. If I'm reading histories I'll stay in mm -hmm. histories if I'm doing that kind of stuff, but I I, I usually go Old Testament New Testament Old Testament New it's Testament. It's what I do too with my books. I'll I read a book there in old and then I'll go to and read a whole book and I I like yeah. to go back. Do you have a plan on what you're doing or do you think okay, here's where I am right now. I need to I'll, I'll read a book that deals 
deals with what I'm dealing with nope, right now. Not at all. Okay. Not at all. Okay. I used to, but now I realize that I was missing huge chunks. Yes. Because I did it that way. What I have a tendency of doing when I am specific about that is that is me uh, trying to appease my bias mm-hmm. and look for something to prove that I'm right about something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in, I, I try to avoid that that desire uh, to just go and seek out a what topic. I'm looking right. for. Um, now, if I'm if I'm hurting, I might you know look for something like that, but. But generally speaking, I don't. And then a lot of times what I'll do is I'll ask people what they're reading and then I'll go read what they're reading. Right. But, but here's the thing is, like you said, there's to me, there's different ways and reasons for why we read the Bible to begin with. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're under spiritual attack and warfare, you're going to go towards what's comforting. Right. And to me, that's that's just renewing and refreshing. But then there's educational Bible reading, mm-hmm. which is, OK, I'm going to read this book because not because it, it appeases me, but because I'm going to learn from it. And that's where I, I, we have totally gone so far away from spiritual oh, yeah. fire. But uh, but that's where I'm saying is, is like, listen, if you're under spiritual attack and spiritual fire, it's okay to go find, you know, Google um, sadness and, and you'll find sadness Bible verses, right? Right. It's just people aren't even willing to do that. Or yeah. they say, oh my gosh, do you want to hear? <laughs> my daughter said this to me the other day. I said, so are you doing your daily Bible readings? Because I knew she wasn't. And... She goes, yeah, I get my daily Bible verse on my app. Oh, nice. I'm like, that is not your daily Bible reading. Yeah. Yeah, because I get that. It shows me every morning from uh, Kayla. It gives me my little verse. It was a little one verse. Yeah. No, yeah. that doesn't work. I mean, it does, but it doesn't. It's better than nothing, but it's, it's not It's not checking a box. Yeah. Well, it is. It's checking a box, and, yeah. and we don't want to just check a box. I will admit that um, I am usually very reticent to jump into Revelation. Um, usually I'll oh, find reasons hard to book. put that one hard book. off to the, uh, That's a hard to the book. side. Yeah. So, well, I know that you've got to, uh, to boogie and, uh, we're hitting our halfway or half an hour point here. So, uh, we're going to put a bow on this. So any parting shots about, about this, uh, topic here, uh, whatever it happens to be pH. Yeah. You know, I wanted to close out with James 17, um, and it's chapter three, verse 17. And, and it's, if you could read it today, go ahead and read just the, that whole chapter. If you can't read it today, question why. Well, it's only one chapter. Yeah. It's three paragraphs. But the, the closing the closing sentiment is this. is But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. And a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. So that's my parting shot is if you're in a spiritual warfare, you need to seek the wisdom of God. But then know this, if the words coming out of your mouth aren't pure, they aren't nice, they're not peaceable, they're not gentle, open to reason, pause. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. If you're seeking peace, you'll find peace. If you're seeking war, you'll find war. And what you put out there is what you get back. Yeah. So, all right. Well, this has been great. Thank you so much for being back on. Everybody loves it when PH comes on. So we'll have to have you more and more frequently. Um, And uh, I uh, just want to remind you guys to uh, check out the Patreon page. uh, Help support the ministry if you are so inclined. As little as a dollar a month. Uh, We'll send you some cool swag as well. And uh, spread the news. Uh, Put this up on your Facebook. Uh, Next time you want to post something yucky, uh, just instead post a link to one of the shows and uh or a funny meme instead. 
Not, yeah. not an insulting one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, we will uh, we'll do this again next time. And uh, until then, uh, we'll see you next time we mess it up. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Oh,